I know this isn't uh, our, uh, what do you say, the norm for our Saturday Mass, but I'm going to do it anyway because I'm in charge, you know. Uh, but uh, a few weeks ago, uh, one of you uh, told me about Wayne's death, and I was just so shocked and sad. And then we um, saw there wasn't a, a funeral coming up, so we put this on the calendar at the first available day. Right to pray a mass for that beautiful man, and I don't know how many of you know him, uh, but he sat, uh, if I may, blue blue sweater right there. He sat right about behind you, uh, or sweatshirt. And uh, every mass, when I'd walk by, he'd smile, and he uh, would like I'd stop sometimes, and and this was my first contacts with him was walking in, out of mass and in into mass. And he would always uh, grab my hand and, uh, and smile. He's just, he was a joyful dude. And uh, there was a deep faith at work in there. Um, and it seems to me it compelled him to be aware of need, maybe. And so I wrestled with, do I tell you this story? Uh, and I, I think I have to, uh, and, and everything's okay. But my first year here, and this is common every priest, right? Every priest, when you start a new assignment, the first year most discussions with your parishioners revolve around, well, the last pastor did this, yeah? The last pastor was this way. And the message is always, and you're not, yeah? And of course, when you're following Monsignor Vinky, good Lord, yeah? Uh, I, I joked with um, one of the staff, I said, 385 people have told me he was their best friend. Uh, I, uh, I'm in trouble here. So usually, of course, it's pleasant because JV's awesome, but uh, there was one, it was when we were, the, before the church got rebuilt, and somebody was kind of chewing me out. Yeah, it was after Mass. And probably, I'm trying to figure out where the church ended, uh, the old church, but I think it was around here. I was standing by the front door, and man, somebody was giving me the business, right? And uh, it was basically, you're not Vinky. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm clear. You know, he had more hair, which really, uh, no. Uh, so I know that's love. Like, it, it didn't hurt a ton. It was more just sitting there in my heart going, Jerry's awesome, you know. Well, the next Sunday, uh, Wayne came up and gave me this note. And, and I don't know if you can see, it's all beat to heck. I've had this on my fridge for a year, and I had it next to my bed, and now it's been in the vestry ever since the church was built, so that before Mass, when I go to get my play clothes on, as I call them, uh, I see a picture of our Blessed Mother. I see a picture of my mom. She says hi. And I see this note from Wayne, okay? Dear Father Joe, I am glad you're my priest. You do a great job, and I'm so very proud of you. Please don't worry about what you are not. Dude, you know... I don't know what things he had going on in his life at that time. I don't know what he was worried about. I don't know what his fears were. Or I do know, because he didn't tell me, 
What he did was picked out what mine were and made sure I was okay. And I just thank the Lord for that. Um, what a good guy. Uh, and that goodness proceeded from his faith. And so this morning, you know, you, you, you hear our beautiful gospel reading. And I kind of chuckled this morning when I saw that because, of course, when we talk about Jesus' transfiguration, right, the fact that Jesus took his three closest guys, right, and takes them up to the top of this mountain, and it says right in front of them he was transfigured. And what he was showing them is what we will look like in heaven. Yeah, that's the key. And what every commentary on this says is the reason he did that was because it was about to get awful. Jesus was about to get torn to pieces. And he needed his disciples to see that it was going to end really, really well. That when we were done doing this, God was going to do that. The transfiguration. So I pray that our Lord get Wayne home right away. And I pray that each of us remember what we look like to God. We look like the transfigured Jesus. We think when God looks at us, he sees this awful thing filled with sin and in darkness. No, that's what we see when he looks at us. He sees what we heard in the gospel. He was transfigured before them. His clothes became dazzlingly white, such as no fuller on earth could bleach them. When God looks at you, you shine like the sun. You're beautiful to him, and Wayne got that. So we pray to remember that in our own lives. We pray that when present troubles start to mess with us, we contextualize it and remember that the greatest stretch of our existence will be heaven, not this. And let that knowledge give us joy so that we're a little less focused on our need and more focused on others. Amen? Amen. Okay.